on a Zoom with me, my very first Zoom of 2021. And I'm really glad that she is my first Zoom because she is an incredible artist, an incredible talent, and she's going to inspire us and, and make us just want to try and do more, I think. Her name is Julia Church, and she is joining me on a Zoom. Hello, Julia. Hi, Danny. How are you doing? <laughs> Good, thank you. How are you today on this Monday? I'm I'm good. I'm actually I'm. It's great to be at home. Um, I'm definitely not pining for London at the moment, which is usually <laughs> home to me. But um, yeah, it's just it's great to be at home. I've been working loads here with the fam. Can't complain. So you obviously have been based in London for quite a while now, and or in the UK at least for quite a while now. Um, did you come back because of the global pandemic, because of the lockdowns, or were you already here? Um, well, I, I usually try and come come back for Christmas every year. I've been there now for six years because I studied there as well. Yeah. Um, so I try and always make the mission in December to come back. But obviously this one, um, I have more reason to stay longer, um, which is great. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying being home. But yeah, so it was, it was for holiday, but it's ended up being an extended break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for this though. I think we all deserve it. Okay, so yeah. I wanna before we get into the music and like you and your life and everything, you moved to the UK when you were super young. You did the whole thing that all of us drama kids want to do and like go overseas and then go to school and study. And you were one of the very few people that I've ever spoken to that have done it. Can you talk me through where you came from, how you ended up at the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts and like that whole process? Yeah, so obviously, you know, born and raised in South Africa and Durban. And um, my high school, i that's where I really fell in love with music and songwriting. And there was a gap student that was teaching us at school, and he was a drummer, and he was at Lippa, the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. Um, such a mouthful, I just like to call it Lippa. <laughs> um, and he sort of introduced me to the idea, and it was him that really, you know, sparked this I don't know, just longing to just go abroad and just discover and explore and just learn. Um, so that's how I went over. I was 18 when I flew over on my own, you know, no family or friends or anything. And I just completely immersed myself um, into that world. And, you know, it was a big change moving from Durban to Liverpool, <laughs> but I loved it. Um, and yeah, I was so, so lucky that I was, you know, offered, to, I was able to do that. This is like, I've got like I so when I was in high school I went to drama school and I my dream was to go and study um in America and like things happen and life happens so when I hear people like you, like stories of, from people like you and who've done it I'm always like really like inspired because you guys like oh, you're brave enough to go you know I was like I'm not gonna leave my mom <laughs> yeah I mean it was it was so tough I must say I did feel like you know you do you sacrifice a lot to go over there um but it was it was just so worth it and it was hard at first I think the first couple of months was super hard I remember I think I actually flew back home after a few months because I was like I just need to touch base and and you know have my home comforts again and then I went back with a fresh fresh way of thinking and I just grew stronger and stronger but I mean to start with it was really hard because I was literally moving across the world to pursue this dream of mine that I mean I didn't even know would materialize into anything it's just always such a risk as well Okay, but it did materialize into something because you have EPs, you have songs, you have all of these things under your belt. How 
So you've obviously stayed in the UK creating and writing and obviously like going to school there. I'm assuming that you've made like really good connections with your fellow like classmates, but also with people within the industry because you've got to kind of be there and move within those circles in order to do that. Is that how it happened for you? Or did you go and knock on doors and be like, hey guys, this is my song. Please listen to it. I mean, that's such a tricky one because there's so many different avenues that I can like accredit that to. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, definitely studying in Liverpool, the natural next step for me was to go to London because I was making connections and I was in London quite a lot doing performances and I was writing with people. And I mean, you know, I was I was a songwriter mainly at at Liverpool and a producer. So I was working a lot with other people. I was going to London to do that. And um yeah, I guess it's mainly just the people that I met along the way. Uh, and then also I had written so many songs and I was holding off on releasing them for so many years, which I think was the best advice that anyone ever gave me because mm. I was so eager when I was like 17. I was like, oh, I have such good music. Let's put this out. You know, what can go wrong? And I'm so glad that I waited till the time was right and I knew that I could keep that momentum going. I think momentum is a big thing as well. Um, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes will put out one song and then don't really have anything to back it up with because there's that eagerness to just get music out. And I think it's so important to be able to maintain that momentum, which I think I've been able to do. Um, and then obviously all the dance collaborations, you know, that exposure through all the dance music, which is actually how my career started. I started as a top liner. That's been a great way to, for like to get my in. That It is a great way because, you know, like, I want to talk about that, but I first want to talk about like, so what you said was so important and I haven't heard anyone actually say this. It's, it's, a, it's, I think it's so important because like you say, you think that it's great and you think that your song is amazing and it probably is, but it's always better to kind of like walk away from it and then revisit it a little bit later and go, okay, maybe not. Do you yeah. have, obviously you've had songs that had, have been great and you've released them and you've been like, okay, I was right about this one. Have you had songs that you've listened to and you've gone, oh my on i'm so glad i didn't release that oh for sure definitely wow like i mean i think you never stop growing as a songwriter and you i think my my style's changed my my language and my songs have changed it's matured so much over the years and I'm so glad. I mean, I definitely look back at some of my songs. I mean, even like my audition song <laughs> that I got into the with. I mean, like it's 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 still it's it's nice, it's great, but it's not anything that I would release today. Um, I just think it's you have to be 100% certain on what your brand is, what your sound is, um, so that you can have that clarity from the get go. Um, but yeah, there's definitely I look back at some songs and I'm like, sheesh, I'm glad I didn't release that. <laughs> Okay, so you've worked with, with some really incredible people in South Africa, and I'm sure from that side as well. But, like, why the dance scene? I know, like, obviously it's great because it's super, super popular and everyone loves a good dance song. I mean, I listen to middle and I love a good dance song. But why that specifically? Because, like, you studied music. Like, doesn't that mean that then you, like, go into, like, the deeper side of it? Um. I like doing the dance stuff because I feel like I still have the chance to be 100% myself, but in a completely different like capacity. I mean, like I love poetry and I love melodies and I think one of my strongest, you know, parts of my writing is my melodies and that's what I loved 
that's why I love top lining over dance songs because it's you know you, you get these instrumentals and it's a beat and some chords and you can just pull melodies out of that and still be really poetic and melodic but in a completely different genre. And I love that. And I mean, that's how I started my whole career when I was really young. I was doing all these top lines for people. And it's just a lot of fun. And you just get to meet cool people. And it's just a chance to put on a completely different hat, but also still, you know, write the type of stuff that you like, if that makes sense. I don't know if I answered that well, but <laughs> I love the dance stuff. Yeah, it's great. And it's, I mean, it's still, it's still beautiful. Like I think dance music is really beautiful. I love it. It is, you know what it really is when I'm in my car and like, I'm having a not great day. Dance music is definitely what I yeah. lean into because it, it just, it uplifts, right? And it reminds mm. you of the good times in the clubs or wherever it was when you heard that song in the background and you were like having the best time. So Yeah, for sure. But I mean, also dance music, you know, if you, if you strip it back and actually listen to the melodies and the lyrics, a lot of them are, you know, really deep. Um, which is great, you know, that like juxtaposition between the, the way it sounds and what the subject matter is actually about. So it's just so much scope to do, to be as creative as you want with dance music, really. Okay, so last year, mid-pandemic, you released an EP called Do As You Please. And I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because obviously the world kind of stopped in about February, end of February last year. Um, how did that affect the the release of this? How did it affect the uptake of this EP? Do you think that it made a difference? Um, so take what you want to do as you please. That was my 2019 one. And then last year was to have not just to hold. Um, but that was, oh, I mean, I think that was probably my most poetic EP. It was probably my most personal body of work. And it just, I mean, a lot of those songs I'd written when I was much younger and they'd been ones I've been holding up to release for a while. And I think it was received really well because people were, you know, feeling so unsettled. And I mean, I wrote those songs, a lot of them as like, you know, catharsis for me mm. um, in such, such an unsettling time. And I think, I mean, I hope that sort of was conveyed and it resonated with people. And I think people really liked it because it was you know, really authentic to me. Mm. I, I, you know what, that's, that's definitely the word of 2021 for me is authentic. I think we've got to be super authentic in order to connect with each other. Okay. So you were super authentic and then you connected with loads of people because you were new music Friday, uh, coffee break, stress buster on Spotify. You were all kinds of things on Apple music, which I still don't know how to work, but what is <laughs> like, what is happening with you this year? Like what is in the cards? Because obviously we, I think, as much as we knew life wasn't going to change at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, um, we've kind of woken up to the reality that it's really not going to change. And this might be yeah. our life for the next 12 months at least. So what is in the pipeline for you now that you're here in South Africa? Um, well, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's, it sucks that I'm probably not going to be able to do any performance this year, which is the part of it that I really do love the most. Um, but, you know, in the spirit of adapting, I think it's just immersing myself in writing, you know, writing for other people as well as myself, you know, building a catalogue just as a songwriter. Um, and whether that will be in South Africa or London, I'm not sure. I'm hoping that I can get back to London at some point. You know, I still do have my my life on that side of the world. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to work towards an album towards the end of the year and continue doing some really cool dance collaborations and I think just see how it goes. It's hard to plan 
you know, like you said, this is hard to plan a lot right now, but <laughs> it's going to get stuck in. Yeah. We can't plan anything, but you know what I think? And I've said this before, especially to songwriters, I think you guys are so much better set up than the rest of us to like deal with all your lockdown feelings because you're putting it anyway and you've been doing that forever. We're not like opening these blank journals and going like, what do I write? Like my feelings. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely consider myself really lucky that I do have access to that that outlet because it's helped me so much like 2020 was the most like creatively productive year for me because I think I was just like writing everything that I could every single day and it really did help me I I like I can only imagine but I also think and this this is where the authenticity comes in um when you hear something and you can connect with it um it's Mm -hmm. so important especially now to feel connected Even though we're like worlds apart, we we have the opportunity to be closer than we've ever been with with the internet, yeah. right? Um, sure. And through music, especially, it it connects and it uplifts and it just makes better. It really does. So yeah. I need you to keep writing dance music so that I can keep driving in my car listening to dance music. And oh yes, definitely <laughs> will be for sure. <laughs> and um, I'm looking very forward to see what you're doing this year. But for those of us that want to follow you on all the things, you've got all the things. I know that. All the things, yeah. Where do we find you on the things? Uh, Instagram, at Julia Church. Twitter, um, Facebook. I mean, you can stream me Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming platforms. I've even got some little... Um, bits on SoundCloud, like bits of my poetry that aren't officially released. Mm. Have a look inside my brain on SoundCloud. Um, And yeah, just, you know, all the usuals, YouTube. Yeah, Julia Church. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to SoundCloud right now, but I'm definitely going to link that when I post this. Julia, thank you so much for your time. And I'm looking really, really forward to like meeting you one day, maybe in real real life. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. It was so lovely to chat to you, Danny.